Hey there, it's Rachel Mullins, the host of Hashtag No Filter Fridays on Public House Media. What's up, guys? Welcome to Your Life Matters podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Maria White, and I am a passionate pediatric nurse practitioner and fired up health and happiness coach here to deliver a message to you. This podcast is meant to provide a hope and a dream that fuels your soul to dream big and to dream bold and to inspire and empower you to live out your wildest freaking dreams and to grab a hold onto the unwavering truth that you were made for more. What's up, guys? Happy Tuesday. I'm so grateful that you guys are here to yet again listen to another episode of the Your Life Matters podcast. If you're a new listener, so grateful that you're here. Like always, whether you are new, whether you're an OG, I encourage you to leave a rating and a review because that's how podcasts work. And I have to start getting more acclimated to asking you guys to leave a rating and a review to share with me what this podcast has done for you and how it's affected you in so many different ways in whatever capacity that it has brought you joy or life or positivity or just an aha moment, whatever it is, I encourage you to share it with me. Let me know in your review exactly how it's touched you and then send me a dm tag me on your instagram and i will share it to my story so that i can give you a huge shout out thank you and welcome um, to listening to the podcast so as we dive into yet again another episode within the series of mariah how did you know i just want to preface that this episode might trigger um anyone with any mental health illness um, might trigger anyone who has struggled with anxiety or depression or struggled with suicidal ideations. And I want you to be cognizant of that as you go into listening to this, because if it is something that could potentially start to trigger you or you need to be very focused in how you listen to it, then maybe this isn't the time for you to listen to, but I know that you need to listen to, and I know that it can help so many people who may be struggling. So I wanted to start it off that way and to give you that light and that caveat to know that you can always come back to this episode. And even if you listen to it once, you can always come back to it, download it, copy it, put it in somewhere in your note section on your phone, send it to a friend, whatever the case may be, so that you can always refer to it. Because this episode is, Mariah, how did you know that you struggled with depression, suicide, and anxiety? How did you know? And how did you know that you needed help? And way too often, we think that we have to face things like this alone or we think that we are in it alone or we think that we are special and we're the only ones that ever deal with depression or anxiety or suicidal thoughts and I want to let you know that you are not alone that over 40 million adults are affected by an anxiety disorder every year that 
17.3 million adults have had at least one major depressive episode, especially in the last year. That one in 20 children are found to have anxiety or depression in one single year's time. But only 36.9% of those people struggling with anxiety, struggling with depression, are ever receiving treatment. So I want you to understand that you are not alone, that you don't have to face things as if you were alone or feel like you are by yourself because you aren't. And I want to give you this simple thought and knowing that if you are willing to just speak up and say, I need help, that you could start to feel better. You can start to feel like you're yourself again, that you can start to feel like you aren't in a silo by yourself because it can be so lonely. It can be so lonely to feel like you're struggling by yourself handling the weight of the world by yourself when really there's so many people, so many people, especially in the last year, who have faced this and they're feeling like they're alone, but they're not. So I wanted to share those statistics with you because I wanted you to understand that you, if you struggle, you're not alone. And for those of you who are listening and you're like, well, Mariah, I've never struggled. I want you to think back on a moment in time where you were a little anxious or you did have a little depression or you did know someone who struggled. And this can be a way of how you can help them because I want you to understand that no one is isolated in this. No one has to feel completely alone in this. And that when we are going through moments where we are sad or anxious or depressed or alone, that you have to be in a place where you're willing to say, yes, I need help. Yes, I need to seek counsel. Yes, I am unhappy and you need to identify those signs the first one being feelings of frustration sadness regret that feeling of hopelessness the feeling like you are alone and you're by yourself realizing do you have moments where it's hard to concentrate we all have moments where we forget our keys right like this weekend totally had a moment where we were scatterbrained, had a little brain fog, forgot our keys at the restaurant, walked all the way to the parking garage and had to run back and get them. But are you really experiencing times where you don't have a concentration, the lack of concentration, difficult making, difficulty making decisions, and it affects how you perform at work or even carry out your responsibilities? You know, for decades they talked about your body shows signs of your mental health. So are you experiencing aches and pains and joint pain and back pain and headaches where really truly it's your body telling you that you're manifesting signs of a mental health issue? Are you maybe the person that 
loves to dance, loves to watch movies, loves to listen to music, but then you really don't have any interest in doing anything, that's a red flag as well. As well, And then are you maybe finding yourself enjoying not one but two glasses of wine or instead of one beer, two or three beers? Those are all signs. Changes in your sleep. A lot of people, a primary symptom of depression is your sleep disturbances. They are irregular. It's hard to lay down. It's hard to shut your, your mind off. It's easy to see that you have mood fluctuations. You go from happy to sad to angry to frustrated all in a matter of moments. Maybe your appetite's a little off. Maybe you're a little irritated or irritable. These are all signs that you are struggling. And then the most important one, if you're ever feeling like you are in a place where you're having thoughts of death or suicide or self-harm, you need to immediately seek help. Things like cutting or wanting to jump off a building or holding a gun or any of those things, you don't need to feel ashamed or embarrassed. You just need to know that you are worthy and wanted and needed in this moment and that this is a temporary moment in time and that this permanent decision that you're going to make to a temporary problem is not worth your life. Now, you could be saying, well, Mariah, how do you know? Well, that's the whole point of this episode. I know because I was there. I realized that I needed help. I realized I needed to ask for help because there was a moment in time where I realized that I deserved to be happy, that I deserved to take time to put myself first and to have a positive change. I deserve to laugh and smile the way that I always wanted to, the way that I always used to. Now, there are definitely life circumstances that make you sad or still joy. But depression, suicide, anxiety, those are all things that you can seek help for. Going to counseling, having a really close friend that you can confide in, having the ability to say, hey, I might need to start medication. There's no harm in that. I had postpartum depression and I actually started medication and thankfully been four months off of my my depression medication. Grateful. And that was a season in my life that I knew I needed that to be the best that I could be for my daughter. And I want you to understand that we all have these moments where we're living our life and we just need to ask for help. That we're living our life and it might not be going the way that we wanted or the way that we thought it would be going. But we all need to understand that we have the biggest ability to change and pivot. We have everything we need in order to change our life. And it's using our words to ask for help, understanding that there's an issue with our head, knowing what we deserve in this life with our heart, and understanding that we are not broken. 
we are not hopeless, we are not worthless in our soul. Once you can get the mind, body, soul, spirit all in one place of, okay, it is okay to seek help, you'll forever change your life. Because when you change the five inches, that's the only way that you can change your life. A lot of people say, you know, hey, you know, increase your body's immune system and endorphins and move your body. Well, if you can't get outside of those five inches to know that you're worth moving your body and that moving your body will decrease the feelings of sadness or depression, then you can't get there. So that's why it's so important to understand that those five inches are the most important thing that you have to take care of yourself every single day with. Very first thing that I do, write down gratitude. Write down my affirmations of what I'm doing in my life and how I can greatly affect this world. And then I work out. Why? Because if I change my mind, I change my life. If I change my mind, I will change my life. So I want you to understand that you can always get to a place where if you need to seek counseling, that you should never feel ashamed. That if you need medication, you should never feel like you're a failure. That if you need to sit back and restrict yourself from certain people, set healthy boundaries and take your control back and say, I need help and I have to start with X, Y, and Z, that you are more than capable of doing that. Because Mariah, how did you know when to seek help? I was at rock bottom. I was holding a gun in my hand with every intention on taking my life. And I chose life in that moment. And from that moment on, I chose to always seek help for depression, for anxiety, for suicidal thoughts. And that's why automatically when everything was happening with my daughter and I was going through postpartum depression, the first thing I said was, I have PPD. Why? Because I knew that if I identified the issue, I accepted it, and I sought out help, that's how I overcome it. So right now, if you're listening to this, you're like, Mariah, I'm embarrassed. Don't be. It just got done telling you there's 17 million people struggling right now, too. If you're like, well, Mariah, I don't know where to start, pick up the phone and call your doctor. Well, Mariah, I feel like I don't have anybody to talk to. You have one family friend or one good friend or one amazing human in your circle that you can confide in. Pick up the phone. And if you are really in need of help because you feel like nothing is going to work and nothing is getting better, I ask you to pick up a number to a hotline. There are suicide crisis hotline numbers anywhere you go. I would love to help you. I would love for you to seek the help because I want you to know without any shadow of a doubt in my heart, in my soul, in my mind that you are so worthy of living You are so worthy of this life and that you, my friend, are so deserving of the best life with all the smiles, all the laughter, all the giggles in all of the world. I believe in you and I want you to believe in you and I want you to believe in your mental health and have hope that there is treatment and that there is beauty in your life no matter what mental health issue is going on with you. I love you guys with all my heart.
There were so many people saying, how do you overcome this? That I wanted to record this episode to help you understand that you can take control back on your mental health and move forward and live the life you want. I love you guys. Please message me if there's anything you need. But just know that your life matters. What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Your Life Matters podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. I just ask that you share this episode with somebody. I ask you to just share it and give it to somebody who could potentially need to hear this message. I really am on a mission to help hundreds of thousands of people to believe that their mess is their message and that their story really does matter. And that above all, their life matters. I'm so grateful that you're here. I want you to share this episode. And then on top of that, if you could please leave a rating or a review or both, let me know what speaks to you. Let me know what you need to hear. Let me know what you've connected with, because that's going to be the best way that I can make sure that I'm giving you guys exactly what you need. I love you guys with all my heart. I'm so grateful for you. And I want you to know the difference and the impact you guys make in my life. I love seeing your messages. I love seeing when you guys private message me or screenshot it and share it on Instagram or Facebook because it lets me know that this podcast is doing exactly what it was meant to do. And it's to make sure that there's an impact being made and to help remind you and everyone else that your life matters.